Greetings to those who watch below. Before we start today's video, which is our monthly roundup of my favourite paranormal stories I found this month, I would like to say thank you to those who dwell below. An exclusive channel membership you can check out using the link in the description box. So thank you to Steffi Ray, Wicked Witch, Lisa Watts, Lefty Kim, M.A. Way, Julie B, Just Black Curtain, Christina Groves, LT Punisher 666, Chris BLK Chris, and Canopsia. If you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to the channel and also check me out on Instagram at brimstone underscore below and on Facebook at brimstone below horror channel. But for now, sit back, relax, and enjoy. The Creepiest Encounter I Ever Heard From My Sister by RZ Skin My sister and I talked about this event not even a week ago and we both remember the same stuff. She is the most honest person in the world, doesn't take any medication or have any mental health problems. This is a true story, believe it or not. It happened seven years ago. I was 17 and she was 21. We were both living with our parents at the time. My room was upstairs close to my parents and my sister's room was in the basement. I heard my sister screaming to death one night. I heard my mum rushing downstairs to see what was going on. I stayed awake for a couple of minutes until I heard my mum and sister coming up the stairs. My sister slept in the loft that night, so I assumed she had a nightmare or something, and I went straight back to sleep. She told me the day after that she felt something while sleeping, a strange feeling, so she opened her eyes. Her bed was right beside her walk-in closet, and a man was in a squatting position, staring at her from that closet. She kept staring at him in fear, and her reflex was obviously to scream and crawl into her bed as far away as she could from that closet, until he gradually disappeared. My mum came in right after. She slept for about five weeks in the loft, saying that she didn't dream or hallucinate, and that she was scared to ever go back in her room. Sadly, my parents and I had a hard time believing that a ghost was in her closet. We thought that she dreamed it and panicked when she woke up. My parents suggested that she seek treatment with a therapist to help her overcome her fear, which she did. My mother always accompanied her to her appointments. After a while, she decided to try sleeping in her room. She asked my mum to sleep with her that night. As you could have guessed, she woke up screaming in fear. My mum saw her jumping off the bed, crawling backwards to a wall, and shouting, Leave me alone! Leave me alone! I could hear the screaming from upstairs. I didn't understand what my sister yelled, but that's what woke me up, and enabled me to hear my mum screaming to death, Who's this? Who's this? Leave my daughter alone! Go away! I gotta admit, I almost shit my pants that night. My sister went back to the loft, but wasn't able to sleep. I didn't sleep really well either. She said the day after that the exact same guy was staring at her again, and when she jumped off the bed, the man had been trying to reach her, chasing her in some way. She said it only stopped when my mum turned on the light. My mum has a friend who's a medium. She told the story to her, and her friend offered to purify the house. She told us that this might be the only solution to chase the guy away. 
I wasn't home when she came by the place, but my mum told me that her friend felt strange right from the doorstep. The medium had to convince her assistant to come inside. She told my mum that she would start with my room on the second floor. They purified the closet, closed the door, purified the room, closed the door, then purified the bathroom, closed the door, etc. They did that for all the rooms and closets in the house, and kept my sister's room for the end. The medium felt his presence when she walked into the closet. She asked him to leave passively, and she felt that the man liked my sister in the house, that he didn't want to leave, but didn't want to scare her either. The medium ended up forcing him to leave. My dad is as sceptical as me, even though he is scared of ghosts, and that is why I believe all this. He told me that he saw the laundry racks moving when the medium forced the entity to leave. My mother said the same thing. We were all non-believers in ghosts before this, but now, let me tell you, we believe. First and last encounter, I hope, by the laziest dwarf. I don't remember when this exactly happened, I just remembered that I was in high school. So years ago, my best friend had just recently got back into contact with his biological dad. He didn't have a good relationship with him, as he left my friend and his mum early on, and became a drug addict. But that's not important. What is important is that my friend started to have a relationship with him again, and my friend invited me and a couple of our other friends to go hang out and spend the night at his dad's. There were four of us in total, including me. My friend's dad was a bit weird, and as we decided to walk to a corner store, he asked us basically to steal a couple of traffic cones the city had on a construction site nearby on our way back. So, I didn't really like him, and didn't take a lot of what he said seriously. He didn't seem like a great person still. So, when he told us later that day that the second floor of his barn slash workshed was haunted, I just scoffed. I figured he was just trying to scare his son and his friends. We straight up told him it was BS. So he took us to his computer and showed us some pictures that he's taken up there. He told us about this weird mist that only appears in photos. If you just shine a light, you won't be able to see it. Sure enough, in the photos there's a weird mist. I think it looks just like dust. Until he reaches a specific photo, when it pops up, the first thing I see is a skull with faded red eyes. The mist in the photo was forming this skull clear as day. We were all freaked out by this, so naturally being dumb teens, we wanted to investigate. We grabbed flashlights and I got my camcorder to use as a video recording device. Before we headed up into the barn, my friend's dad warned us not to move anything up there because the spirit doesn't like it when stuff gets moved. So we grabbed our nuts and headed up the stairs. While we were up there, it's basically pitch black, since there's no windows, but it was later in the day, so even if there was, it would still be pretty dark. We also get this extremely uneasy feeling as soon as we reach the top of the stairs. The first thing we test is the mist. We shine the flashlights and just see random crap and tools up there. It looks like a hoarder's house, but no mist or dust or anything of the sort. 
So I pull out my phone and snap a couple of pictures with the flash on. And sure enough, when we look at the pictures, there's a misty fog that can be seen in the pictures, but not just the flashlight. Nothing was forming in it, it was just random shapes, but it still creeped us out. The next thing I did was hit the record button on my camcorder and started just asking random questions. You know, like the ghost hunters on TV did all the time. I don't remember exactly what I asked, but I'm pretty sure they were the typical who are you and how did you die? As I'm asking questions, one of our friends accidentally kicked a dumbbell and we just get super silent as we hear it roll for a few seconds. As we sat in the dark with no one saying a word, my best friend pipes in really quickly, saying maybe we should all leave. We all agree and start hurriedly going down the stairs. Our two friends are in front of me, I'm second to last and my best friend is behind me. As we're going down, my friend behind me starts shouting, Go! 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 Hurry! and starts shoving us to go faster. When we got to the bottom, he told us that he felt something big and menacing behind him and was terrified to look back. While we were down there, we also went through my camcorder to see if I picked anything up. After one of my many questions, you can hear someone clearly say, Get out, in a calm, deep voice. I've never been to that house again. Encounter with a Demonic Entity by OIF19K In 2002, when I was 19, I had a close and personal encounter with a dark entity. My family lived in West Virginia, and up the hollow like most people in the state. Late one night, myself and three others decided to take a walk a bit further up the hollow in a long, large loop. The idea was to walk along the roads which circle around to the back of the family property, a short trip through the woods behind my great-uncle's house, and then down the driveway of my house. In order to reach his property line, we had to leave the old dirt road and cross through a cow field. I was in the lead, because I typically walked through these fields and woods when hunting, and would walk this route in the dark with no problems. I feel that a bit of backstory on my uncle is necessary. He was a Korean War infantryman, he was long divorced, bitter, and an alcoholic, who didn't even socialise with his children or grandchildren. The man would literally drink a 30-pack of Milwaukee's Best each and every day. There were times he cleared two 30-packs. I know this because I collected his cans every day for money. He was a bitter, hateful old man. It must be said that I regularly walked these woods, and before the night in question, I had never experienced anything at all. It was a cloudy, moonless night, and as you guessed it, dark. No, we did not have flashlights. When I approached the fence, nothing. However, when I grabbed the barbed wire to cross, there was an entity there, waiting on the other side. I did not see it. I saw darkness and the first set of trees. It made itself known through a growl, a guttural growl. It was head level to myself, when it started to growl, it sounded like a mixture of a bear and the deep rumble of a large dog. It was directly in front of me, in what felt like the space of about an inch. I froze. My senses were going crazy, trying to figure out what I was standing in front of. Its breath was hot, and smelled of rotting flesh. 
Yes, unfortunately, I know what that smells like. Whatever it was, it was in my face, daring me to cross. I must say too, that with my eyes only, because I dared not move, I tried to find it. I saw the trees directly behind it, but not it. I knew that I was going to die. At that moment, I was terrified to the core. As abruptly as it made itself known, it was gone. It laughed, and without making a sound. I felt all of my hair stand on end, and my heart honestly must have missed a beat. I felt the chill of the air. I felt like I could breathe again. So I turned to look at those that were with me, and my worst fear was realised. This was real. It actually happened. Two of them were frozen in the spot, with horror-stricken faces, and the third was already running. Without another thought, I let go of the fence and ran past the two. I ran to the closest dusk-to-dawn light, climbed up the apple tree next to it, and waited there until daylight. I did go back the next day with a rifle and my buddy to find nothing. No hair, no footprints, nothing. You could see where I was standing, and I never figured out what it was for sure. That was until last year, when I discovered the accounts of Ed and Lorraine Warren. They explained the many different haunts of demons, how they operate, and that is when it all clicked. I had come face to face with a demon. I figured I should let you know that my uncle did survive his oppression. His youngest son had him removed from the house and put into rehab. My uncle never talked to his son again. He lived another 15 years, got clean, saved money and remarried, and then passed away of natural causes. To my knowledge, once he was out of the house, he never went back and never collected his possessions from that house. To be honest, it was a shanty at best. Years after the incident, only one other family ever lived in the house, and that only lasted a couple of weeks. According to my cousin, they packed everything up, moved out, and then called back to say they wouldn't be returning. Before you ask, the house fell in on itself a couple of years ago. Alone with a Poltergeist by Scaretail This experience happened to me when I was home by myself. My parents and siblings had gone out of town for the day to visit family and check on their second property about two hours away from our home. They wouldn't be back until about 11 that night. I was 16, home alone on a Friday night. My mum had bought me snacks, soda and left money for pizza. I had a new video game and Monday was a holiday. Yeah, life was good. At around 7, I had just ordered my pizza and was in the kitchen pouring a glass of that wonderful Mountain Dew Code Red. I poured my drink and closed the fridge. As I was walking back to the living room, I heard the sink in the bathroom that is right next to our kitchen turn on. I froze. When I turned to look, I saw that the bathroom light was also on and against my better judgement, I went to inspect. Upon walking in, I saw both of the faucets were turned fully on, water pouring into the sink. I wasn't as much scared as I was just confused. Shaking it off, I turned the water and light off and went to the living room to wait for pizza. About 8.30, I was sitting in the living room watching TV and hating my life because I had eaten my entire large pizza in about 10 minutes. When I heard a crash come from our computer room, I jumped up, heart racing, and ran to look. 
It turned out that some boxes that were stacked in a corner had fallen and were now strewn across the room. Naturally, I just assumed that they weren't stacked properly and fell, so I restacked them and went back to watching TV. About three minutes later, I hear another crashing sound come once more from our computer room. Those damn boxes. Or so I thought. I go back only to find that a stack of CDs I had sitting at the back of a shelf had been thrown across the room. I guess that ghost didn't care much for Godsmack, Avenged Sevenfold and Seether. But seriously, this time I got really creeped out. I decided to shut myself in my room with the lights on and wait for my family to get home, but that ghost wasn't done with me yet. For context, my older sister's room was next to mine, so we shared a wall. We've always been close, so it was common for her to knock on the wall with three sharp raps to tell me to come see her for something. You may see where this is going. I was laying in my bed playing my PSP, when suddenly I hear three sharp raps on my wall. Not really thinking, I naturally get up to go see what my sister wanted. As I opened my door, it hit me. She wasn't there. But I knew what I heard. It all made sense to me now. She hadn't gone with our parents. She'd stayed home and was messing with me. Her door was shut, so I flung it open to get on to her for messing with me. She wasn't there. Logically, I'd assumed that she'd just left her room and shut the door. The thing is, her door had always had a problem sticking, and as such, made a loud noise when opened. If she was there, I would have heard the door open and even close, because it's one of those doors that even when you're trying to quietly shut it, it will make loud noises. Regardless, I decided to check the entire house. The house is only a three-bed, two-bath, and was built in 1918 so pretty small by today's standards. I checked every room and closet, even comically looked in the cabinets and washing machine. Finding nothing, I go back to my room until I hear my family coming in. The first thing my mum asks me was, how was it being home alone for so long? I say, creepy. Of course, she thinks it was because it was so quiet and I had no one to talk to. I tell her, no, I mean like weird stuff happening. What kind of stuff? Well, the bathroom light and sink turned on by themselves. It shocked me when she got so upset and told me to shut up. Her exact words were, Don't even, don't even say that. It was years ago that stuff was happening and I sure as hell don't need it to start again. This was one of the most profound experiences I've had in that house. My Encounters with Shadow People by Red Alexander. So this all happened in the past, obviously, but it spans from around six to seven years ago to about a year ago at its most recent. I'll try to keep it as chronological as I can. Starting when I first actually remember seeing one, and for the first year or two of seeing Shadow People, I would only see them outside, fairly far away. Like, if I was playing outside with the neighbours, I would see something tall, like taller than a normal person, shoot from one house to another. And any time I asked the neighbours, they would say nothing was there. And once, I even ran over to see if it was like a dog or something, and nothing was there. This continued for a while, until at one point I noticed them at night. 
I'd see it standing just out of view under a lamppost, and I could tell it was there, like I got the feeling I was being watched. Shortly after, as I started seeing it more often, I was in my room one night being a kid on an iPad, and I heard a noise from the side of my bed. I had a flashlight, and shining it around the room, I saw nothing. I was in a loft bed, so I was scared there was something underneath it, but there was nothing. I don't know why, but I shone the light towards the vent that was visible from my bed, and I definitely remember seeing an all-black face with glossy, beady eyes staring at me, then moving away from the light. I screamed. My mum came in and found nothing. About three years ago, one apparently was following me as I left in the dark early morning for the school bus. I didn't see this, but my neighbour told me this as I left my garage. As I left late, everyone else was already at the stop. I walked down the middle of the road, and my neighbour yelled something to me, but I don't remember what it was. What I do remember is him and my sibling telling me that there was a tall, dark man right behind me. Checking the camera above the garage showed no one was present. Around two years ago, I abruptly stopped seeing it. This led me to believe that I was just seeing things, and that it didn't matter at all. But again at night, I woke up to a feeling of something watching me. I rolled over and looked across my room. Towards the door, I saw a large, hulking figure, hunched over like it didn't fit in the room. I was too scared to move, but it literally faded away in front of me and disappeared. A month or so after that, I woke up with the same sensation, and I chose not to roll over, to ignore it, and I'm sure it touched me. I felt a sharp jab, as if someone poked you a little too hard on my upper back. I jumped so hard, and didn't go to sleep for the rest of the night. Finally, I was telling the neighbours all about this, and they seriously told me that a girl who lived down the street had seen the exact same thing. Like she told a similar story before she moved. It was really freaky. As of the past eight months or so, I haven't seen or heard from it since. Hi guys, thank you so much for listening to today's video. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you did, make sure to leave a like and also subscribe to the channel, hitting that notification bell so that you never miss a video. So, until next time, sleep tight.